0: What's good? This is Elton Anderson Jr., aka Detroit Chopra. And today we are getting ready for Gemini season. Now, Gemini's historically have been uh, given a bad rap, I think. <laughs> I think, <laughs> you know, people like Donald Trump are Gemini, you know, Kanye West, uh, but also Prince is a Gemini. Uh, so, you know, Gemini run the gamut of personality traits. But my thoughts on Gemini, I feel like Geminis are the most authentic sign. And so today's guest is one of my favorite guests. This is going to be a recurring guest forever, as long as this podcast is in existence. And it is my dear friend, Yaz. What's up, boo?
1: Well, thank you for having me.
0: (laughs) Always, always. We tried to do this last season for tourist season, but something messed up. I don't know. It was a beautiful episode, but...
1: Uh, Wasn't it? The, Such a good episode.
0: Yeah, but the total, everything, electri- electricity didn't work or whatever, so today we're back with what will be our first episode, technically, mm-hmm. that people will hear. So, yes, I mean, people didn't get to meet you last time on the podcast, so let's tell the people a little bit about yourself.
1: Um. So, I am a tarot reader. I'm also clairvoyant, clairaudient, and clairsentient, which basically means I hear, see, and feel messages from the higher realms, should we say. Okay. Um, and I kind of got into this, I've always had like a spiritual background. My mom was meditating long before I was born. And, you know, when I was a kid, so I'm 31 now, just turned into a season. Yes. And when I was a kid, no one really knew what meditation was. It was kind of like a an odd thing whereas now like you know now the realms that we're in is you know lots of people meditate particularly out here in Bali it's like a thing right everyone meditates um and so I was born into that whole awareness of like previous lives different realms um different powers so I was never raised to think that God was like a man in the sky or the stereotypical versions of it but um it was always that there's God is within us. Everything is God. God is in everything and God is love. God is source. God is power. Um, But also with a lot of respect for everybody else's ideology of everything, which is great. For sure. And I kind of grew up around that, but I had many, I suppose what they're called spiritual awakenings, also known as dark nights of the soul um, through very painful experiences, which led me to a very, um, having a very conscious Mind, I suppose. So now doing things like um, the tarot and being able to see lots of things in people, sort of darker energies, lighter energies, being able to work with people's shadow and hold space for them. So a lot of what I do, whether it be sort of like life coaching, spiritual coaching, relationship coaching, tarot reading, and quite often tarot reading involves a lot of coaching as well. Um, A lot of what I do is just sort of like holding a lot of sacred space for people to be able to... Be in their darkness so they can feel safe and transmute that into light. So it's like, it's about not running away from the shadow. It's about embracing your shadow and learning how to love it and not be fearful of it. Because we all have a shadow side, right? Like the yin yang symbol highlights that so beautifully with the, the dark is always chasing the light, Mm -hmm. but the light always has a little bit of darkness in it. And the (laughs) darkness always has a little bit of light in it. No matter how much our ego likes to hate on people. For, you know, if they've done something really obscene, sort of like, you know, child murderers and stuff. Um, We like (laughs) to think they're all evil. Yeah, (laughs) I mean, it is obscene, but we like to think they're all evil. But actually, there is no one on the planet is all evil and all darkness and no one is all light.
0: And I'm glad you're you're bringing this up because I can only imagine, especially this time of our existence on Earth, you would have a lot of work to do because Mm -hmm. people are awakening every minute. So far. 2020 accelerated everybody's awakening, whether you choose to stay the same in the 3D realm or if you want to start exploring the 5D realm like I am. And I can only imagine with everybody popping up, like, mm. what is business like? What has business been like? Has it been crazy? Because I know you were super busy last week.
1: I'm super busy all the time at the moment. So, what I would say is that, and it's really interesting that we're doing Gemini season because the Gemini season with uh, the Sagittarius moon and the eclipse and everything there's a lot going on planet wise with other movements right now so it, that really accelerates things because I think people don't realize how much we're governed by a planet so we're heavily governed by planets but of course we have the ability to exercise free will also so what I would say that I've noticed at the moment is that yes obviously awakenings have have been accelerating for the last sort of two to five years Mm -hmm. because just like with the planets like right now we're coming into Mercury retrograde but you have a shadow phase so as you approach a retrograde of any kind a couple of weeks beforehand you're kind of in the retrograde energies just like with a full moon a couple of days before the full moon you're already in the energies just after a full moon you're still in the energies it's the same with the awakening like you said 2020 was kind of like that year that the the great awakening slash the reset began but in the two years leading up to that a lot of people began to awaken it started to pick up pace right so what I would say is that I really don't appreciate the term woke that people use today (laughs) when people say stay woke it's like actually what it is is we've got we've got three third eyes right and the, Wait, we the, got three third eyes.: We've got three yeah. So sometimes oh. you'll see those like psychedelic drawings and you see like the three third eyes. <laughs> mm. You've got three. So you have like one here, which is like your pineal gland and you've got two like up here.
0: So I got five eyes.
1: Yeah. So like basically <laughs> quite often when people become more awakened, if they close their real eyes, if I touch their third eye like here, mm-hmm. you can actually see it. like you can see colors when I touch the third eye.
0: I see lights. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I see gold.
1: Yeah, okay. Yeah, that's good. You want to see gold? Um, So, basically, what happens is that when... So, you're you're taught quite often in things like um, the beauty industry and stuff. You're quite often taught things like um, the pineal gland starts to die around the age of seven. I don't really believe that that's true. I think more what it is is that um, we consume things in society which is um <laughs> that's a gecko <laughs> it took me ages we're, to work out that's what that nature. noise was
0: <laughs> so he will probably go for like another five seconds <laughs>
1: yeah he's just letting us know good morning you know padgy padgy um so the the third eye is like the more you pollute your body so the more you put things in your body that are not natural so anything out of a box any alcohol drugs um, not psychedelics, by the way, but anything that's, like, out of a packet, out of a box, anything that doesn't come from nature is going to pollute your third eye and put layers of dirt on it, so to speak. So it's like, imagine, try, say, imagine you've got twenty twenty vision and then you put on some really, really, really dirty glasses that you can't really see properly out of. You can kind of make out shapes and stuff, so you can kind of drive down the road without hitting anything too big, but if you see something small, well, you're not going to see it.
0: Yeah, because right? of
1: so From all the dirt, the layers of the you're dirt. You're
0: not clear, you're not... Yeah. Clearing, do you help clear people too? Okay, is that, so a, let me, wo- is that a term? Okay,
1: so look, le- yeah, let me come to that. So, let me carry okay. on explaining this part <laughs> okay. first, right? So, um, so instead of using the word ter- the terminology woke, I see it as a form of consciousness. So, as you um begin to awaken, so to speak, it's like layers of dirt come off, so it becomes easier to see the reality around you. So, um, it's like you can see people's intentions, you can see people's energy. So, for example. Let's say one of us has got a friend, and this is also relevant to Gemini season. Everyone beware right now, during Gemini season, it's a lot easier to be duped and to be fooled. And um, people that have got ulterior motives will be coming out. Oh. So it's a, it's a lot easier to have like fraud happen. The
0: scammers are coming out in oh, Gemini sure. season. Oh, for sure. That's interesting. Um, and
1: it's easier for you to be duped. So like, this is a really important time for you to awaken, so to speak, um, to be conscious, to keep your wits about you. Um, So let's say you've got a friend who is, you know, a friend and I'm sure, you know, it doesn't mean they're not your friend, but because they've they've maybe got insecurities about self-worth or something like that, maybe they see you doing well and they offer to do something for you, but from a place of fear, like they don't really want you to do as well because it makes them feel more inferior or actually it doesn't make them feel more inferior. It triggers their feelings of inferiority because somebody cannot feel something based upon something that you do or say, unless it already exists within them. Nobody makes you feel angry. Nobody makes you feel sad. Nobody makes you do anything. It triggers what is already within you. It prods a wound. So let's say they do something from a place of fear. So their feelings of inferiority are triggered by your natural grandioseness, your natural achievements. It could be your light.
0: Your light can literally... literally and, And a lot of times... That happened with me with several friendships, relationships in the past where if I had a natural light or a natural, uh, if people were attracted to me in a certain way, whether romantically or physically, or even just from a friend perspective, it would bother people that I call friends Yeah, and that's not your friend. No. Mm.
1: So, um, basically let's say they then do something mm. for you from that place of jealousy and inferiority. Well, Instead of usually you just thinking, oh, they're doing a nice deed, when you become more awakened, when you become more conscious, you can see that intention. Now, these aren't things that people talk about, you know, that like you can say this to somebody, but they're never, go- or they're unlikely to admit that, right, because that would then highlight their shadow, their darkness, that makes them more uncomfortable, the fact that you can even see it. So, and, it's, you know, sometimes I would say it to people, and sometimes I wouldn't, I would assess the situation, but you will have more knowing, you'll have more consciousness, you'll be able to see these things from a mile off rather than um, just take it for what it is on the surface level. Now, something to point out here is that language was actually developed for us to be able to hide our feelings, which is why when you talk about these things, people can't admit it. And there's clues in our language for things. So if you think about the word disease, dis ease a body not at ease it's a low frequency a low vibration people on a high frequency they don't get sick so and that's really relevant to what's going on in today's world right yeah. with the whole pandemic situation so in terms of um helping people awaken and clearing so to speak what i would say that i do is on a coaching level is let's say somebody comes to me with okay so i had a lady come to me the other day and she just kind of wanted to talk to me. And I, this happens to me a lot. And um, <laughs> she says to You're me. You're easy to talk to. <laughs> yeah, it's interesting. You know, I get people that tell me stuff sometimes that they haven't told their, their spouse that they've been married to for 20 years. Um, or I will get people come up to me in shops. And I asked one of my gurus about this. A few years ago I said like, you know, I'd be in like a food store in England and I'm wearing like a tracksuit, hair on top of the head, just grabbing like, you know, some fruit and stuff for a smoothie. And people would come up to me and they'd ask me like, you know, where's the fish? And I'd be like... I clearly don't work here. <laughs> um, and, but it used to happen to me all the time. And I said to my guru, I was like, why, why does this happen? He said, it's because on some energetic level, people are always feeling. So whether you're conscious that you're feeling, like we're all psychic, right? We, we're all clairaudient. We're yeah. all clairsentient. Mm. It's just some of us are more accepting of it than others. So if you're one of those people that doesn't believe, then it just means you're further away from the point of consciousness. It just means you're further, you've got further to go on the path. The more psychic, the more feeling, the more embodied in the energies you are, um, the further down the path of consciousness you are, the closer to the light that you are. And he said to me that because I am so peaceful and I'm so feeling and at home with myself, and where I go, like, I'm always myself. I don't feel the need to... You know, I'm not saying I never lie about things. I'm sure I let people know that it was it was a problem with the train or the car that yeah. I was late rather than me actually sleeping <laughs> through my alarm, you know? Um, but what I mean is that I'm very peaceful being myself. I don't feel the need to change who I am. I'm very aware of my, um, my own flaws and I work on them. So it's like when you're that peaceful and you're that authentic in yourself, people are drawn to that because people... Are, we, we are naturally born to want to get closer to the light, even if you're not at that stage where you're consciously doing, you're not conscious that you're psychic, you're not conscious that you can see these things in people because I'm yet to meet a human being that's never experienced a gut instinct. And that's where it starts. So even if you don't believe in any of this stuff, you don't believe in tarot reading or anything like that, that's fine. If you've had a gut instinct at least once in your life, which we all do, then you are already on the path.
0: You're already there. I love, I want to go back to what you said earlier. It really hit me. You said language was created to disguise feelings. Yes. That is really deep when you think about it because, you know, we are all you're 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 saying everything, but we don't think about it on a conscious level. We all whether you call it energy, I like their energy, I like her energy. I
1: like their vibes, With good vibes, vibes
0: only. good vibes only. We speak that language, but we ignore it. We call it crazy or woo-woo because if somebody's mm-hmm. like, I I got a bad feeling about them. That's how dogs communicate. Like you, you see a dog, they'll see somebody with some bad energy and they'll bark or they'll be like, I don't. Babies too. This babies. What, so yep. babies'
1: pineal gland's fully open. Where did babies mm-hmm. come from? The universe.
0: Yep, yep, yep. So it's
1: like, okay, so let's talk a little bit deeper about this because this is an interesting subject. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's think about people like monks. You never see monks speaking, right? They live in a silence of meditation. If you see a group of monks going somewhere, you don't see any of them straying, do you? They all know exactly where they're going. They didn't, they didn't talk about that. They didn't point at the map. They know exactly <laughs> they're where not, they're going. They're not
0: using Google Maps?
1: nuh They already know. <laughs> they feel the calling. So it's like, if you think about, um, all right, so live, spelt backwards, is evil. Okay. Um, if you think about, um, okay, there's so, there's so many words that I could live use an is example.
0: evil. What is that? All right, so. I get that, but what does that really mean? Like, evil lives everywhere? What are you saying?
1: Evil lives in all of us. Okay. But so does God, right? So does love. So it's like, um, we all have the shadow side, right? Yeah. And, okay, so disease is an even better one because it's dis-ease, the body not at ease, the low frequency, the high frequency. Live is evil, right? So basically, you need to live your life. And there's lots of evil that tries to stop you living your life. Right. And then there's also so many other aspects of language. So we use the the monk aspect, the monk example, and then you use the dog one, which I really like. It's the same with cats. Yeah. So we go back to the eye thing, right? The human eye can only see one percent of what's actually going on in the world. So that means there's ninety nine percent of energies around us right now that we cannot see with our eyes. But if you look at a cat or a dog, you know how sometimes you'll get a cat or a dog that will just randomly bark at a random bit of air? And you're like, relax, there's nothing there. But they can see something that we can't, and it's the same with babies, right? So if you give a baby to, say, somebody that's a narcissist or a sociopath or a psychopath, the baby will cry. The Mm -hmm. dog will not go to those people. Mm -hmm. So it's like if you see a dog repeatedly not go to somebody and you've had an off feeling about them, you and the dog are picking up on the same thing. And this is the same thing that's so coming back to the language that you say. So it's like, let's talk about let's say there's a scenario where a couple, one of them's been out and they've been cheating, and the other person just has a feeling.
0: Oh, that, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And
1: when that person comes home and you ask them, they can tell you all the lies, right? And they, they can smooth it. it over, but there'll always be that feeling. You don't need to ask the question. When you really reach consciousness, you don't need to have the conversation
0: because you know, because
1: there is already this ease
0: but you know there yes, is
1: already the evil in the
0: live but yes i think what you're doing is very powerful because people we ignore it like you're telling everybody that's listening right now Trust you have heart. you have this intuition you yeah. you know you know it deep I'm down inside i'm no more special
1: than anybody exactly. else exactly i've just tapped into it a bit exactly. more.
0: exactly that's exactly say that one more time because i'm I no that,
1: more special than anybody else I'm just a bit more tapped into that feeling and that's really all it is.
0: Yeah. Because people, need, I want people I to people hear more that.
1: tapped in than me for sure.
0: Yeah. And I want people to hear that because I, as I go on my journey, I've noticed that I'm like, I'm not special, but I can just tell, I can just, when I met you, I said, she's the one. <laughs> like I just knew it. And I, and I met you with uh, several new people that I met and it was immediately, not just cause you're, she's beautiful. Now <laughs> we're you. gonna give you your props, but it was more so it was more so the energy. So I really want people that are listening to understand that they can tap in, especially as we step into the Gemini season. I think we should talk about yes, what this me. season is going to mean for us.
1: Okay, so um, you have the elements of each sign. So you've got like Earth, Air, Fire, and Water, right? Now Gemini is an Air sign, mm-hmm. and it's also a mutable <coughs> sign. because so you also have Cardinal you have um, fixed, and then you have mutable. So cardinal is the beginning of each season, so Aries is the beginning of spring, mm-hmm. Cancer is the beginning of summer, so they start new phases. Mm. Fixed are the middle signs, so Taurus and... Um, not Cancer, the one that comes after Cancer, Leo. Um, and they are you know, quite stubborn, and they're quite set in their ways, but mutable signs... Now, what's really interesting about mutable signs is that quite often... Um, if you look in history, sociopaths and psychopaths <laughs> quite often tend to be mutable signs.
0: It, which in, is it Gemini? a Gemini.
1: Gemini is a mutable <laughs> sign. Now let me tell you what mutable means. Like, by the way, this is not a dig at any mutable signs. Mutable signs are dope. It just so. So what are the mutable signs? Gemini, uh-huh. uh huh, Sagittarius, Virgo, wow. and Pisces. <laughs> you're I'm mutable. a Pisces. Yeah, yes, you're mutable.
0: I've seen a list, and everybody. That's why was... Gemini
1: and Pisces get along because because you as as water. You're very watery with your three placements of water in Scorpio, Cancer, and Pisces. You're going to tend to be drawn more to Pisces, Cancer, and Scorpio, but also then the Earth signs. We know that you love Taurus, like me, because you've got so many Tauruses love in your life. Love Tauruses, but because you're mutable, and Gem- Gemini would be the the main Air sign that you could really gel with in terms of romance or friendship, because you're also mutable. You're both mutable. So mutable basically means, and the reason why this works with like sociopathism and the psychopathism is because mutable signs are all about change because you're the last sign in each section, like each um, quadrant of the, the, the zodiac. Mm-hmm. So Gemini is obviously the last part of spring, so to speak, before we go into summer. So what it is is they're all about change, they're all about adaptability. So you see how sociopaths, obviously the sort of person that can like be in love with their family one day and then the next day they wake up and murder them all because it doesn't really fit into their lifestyle anymore because they just change.
0: Damn. So that shows us that the planets really, really rule us.
1: This is what I mean. So loads of people say to me about astrology, people be like, but I don't get it because I'm an Aries and my mum's an Aries and we're totally different. And it's Mm -hmm. like, yeah, I hear that, but you'll both have Aries traits. And what it is, is that each section of your chart like your natal chart, where the planets are when you're born, will be in different houses and different planets. So, for example, you can have, um, like, so my Venus is an Aries, right? So if someone's got a Venus that's in... say, Pisces, that's going to be so different to someone that has got Venus in Aries. And then I've got, like, my moon in Sagittarius. Now, if someone's got their moon in Pisces or Cancer, that's going to be very different to somebody that's got their, their moon in Sagittarius. So it really depends, because each planet represents something different. So you have to look at it in the sense that, yes, there will be aspects of the fact that your sun sign, your star sign, is in a certain sign but then what about all your other planets that govern different aspects of your personality being in a different um sign as well so there's a, it's you're not just governed by one element and even things like romantic compatibility yes you can look at your sun sign which is great but actually romantic compatibility is looking more at like your moon sign and your venus really you want venus to Venus is love Venus is, is governed the love so, but then you look at the signs they're all governed by different planets. so for example aries is governed by mars but Libra and Taurus are both governed by Venus. So both of those planets, both those signs will be heavily about the love. And then it's like, so Taurus and Libra are both quite central, but so is Scorpio, because Scorpio is all about pleasure, but Scorpio is not ruled by Venus. So you see there's, there's so many elements <coughs> and attributes that come into it. Um, and then there's timing as well, you know, like there's a the nature-nurture argument as well. So yeah astrology heavily dictates i would say somewhere between 70 and 80 percent is dictated by planets and then um 20 to 30 percent free will and then you have to look at how how much free will do we actually have anyway because if you're born to a certain society where you have an ideology of how your mum should behave based Mm -hmm. upon where you're born right now different parts of the world will have different ideologies of how mums should behave so depending upon where you are, that will that will affect your trauma, what's traumatic, what's not traumatic, your culture. Like if you're born to an Afro-Caribbean woman but in Toronto, yeah. that's gonna be different to if you're born in Jamaica. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. The so, culture. So then
1: how much free will do you actually have? Because you're already given these grids on how to think about how a mum should behave. And then that will affect your trauma and then how you date.
0: And it'll just keep coming up in your life. Yeah. I was just thinking about this because one thing that I've been Challenge with since my whole life is is productivity and work <laughs> working I am not built to like work I'm not an executor right so None I of can us
1: really are except like Capricorns and <laughs> yeah, yeah and
0: so I look at and
1: Aries actually Aries. Ex-
0: yeah so the, I look at people I look at my friends I'm like wow they're so productive they're building their businesses they're 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 doing their tasks and meanwhile, all I can do is flow. And so now I'm learning. I'm making a video on my YouTube channel called Productivity for Pisces or anybody else who struggles That's with it. Dope. Because I really struggle with it. And I'm like, I had to find peace. I said, it is just my planets. That's all it is.
1: I mean, I read something the other day, a meme on Instagram that said, um, I hate when people blame their personality on their star sign
0: like you're not a scorpio you're a bitch
1: yeah that was the one one. and it's like actually no it really does have a heavy effect but yes we're also in control like okay so I'm a Taurus and one of the things that they say about Tauruses is is that we're a bit lazy which is not actually true we're either hardly working or working really hard we struggle to get that balance right and that is very much a Taurus trait I'd say every Taurus I know is like that but are there times where I'm super super productive when I really put my mind to it? Absolutely. So yes, you can be in control of it, but there is a natural default, if you like, is what I'd say.
0: I love that. So I guess let's start let's start talking about the main things because you talked about the different pillars. They were uh, romantic, career, uh, the pillars
1: of life. The yeah. The pillars
0: of life. So yes. let's talk about what the pillars of life are. Go- how the pillars of life are going to be affected during Gemini.
1: Mm, okay right so there's yeah. a lot going on during gemini season so we've just had the full moon in sagittarius which is huge so mm. um i think this really aligns heavily so this was a super moon because now a super moon is when you get two moons in one month um so this is a, the second super moon of 2021 and it was in sagittarius so if you look at so the way it works is right when you've got the sun in, so the last one was the sun in Taurus, and then you have the moon in Scorpio. Then you have the sun in Gemini, and then you have the moon in Sagittarius, so it's opposite, it's on the axis. Okay. So it's the opposite sign. So each sign has one that's opposite. That's why Taurus and Scorpio get along, because mm. they're opposite each other in the zodiac. Same with Gemini and Sagittarius, that they get along with each other because they're opposite each other in the zodiac. And that will happen, every sign will have the opposite. So whatever the sun is, the opposite will be the moon. The full moon and the new moon is in the sun, so the next new moon will be Gemini.
0: Okay, so right now it's the sun. Gemini is the sun. Yep, yeah, But the next the new moon will be in Gemini.
1: So when you're in the sun, so when you're in, so when we're in Gemini sun, which is where we're at now, the the new moon will be in Gemini. In Gemini, okay. But the full moon will be in the Sag. So, so <laughs> this is
0: this can get a little confusing. You know, one thing I learned too is when you talk about the moons. I realize that the moon is so powerful that it it dictates women's periods.
1: Yeah, for sure. So like
0: women are either like full moon or half moon periods. Is that?
1: Yeah. Well, you can be waning and waxing as well. And each one is to do different things. So some of them are to do with creativity. Some of them to do with fertility. So it can really depend. So like depending upon what your cycle is on can mean you're more, more fertile or not fertile. And fertility doesn't necessarily mean about just having a baby that can be birthing a new project. So the reason, okay, so the moon um, governs our tides, right? And humans are made up of, like, 70% water. So that's why the moon cycle governs the feminine's reproductive cycle. Our womb is all about creativity because it's sacral chakra, which is really relevant to this period of time right now. So, um, right, so Gemini times Sagittarius. So we've got the Gemini sun, Sagittarius, full moon. This is basically talking about you've got the... The difference between the higher mind and the lower mind. So we're going to be looking a lot at things like opinions versus ideologies and ideals. And then you're also looking at things like um, what is actually our reality compared to our desired outcomes. And this is so relevant right now as we spoke previously about the awakening, the great reset. It's like there's a lot of fear right now because of everything to do with what's going on in the pandemic. And it's like if you're choosing the fear and you're choosing to just give away certain freedoms because you feel like that's how you get them back then you're misled you're doing something from a place of fear when you do something from a place of fear you invite more fear into your life
0: because it shrinks i heard fear shrinks your your electromagnetic field like we yes. all have a field around us and that's it's supposed six to be feet. Th- yeah about yeah which About is very ironic
1: feet. that in all of the pandemics, you've been to stand six feet apart from each other. Very smart, Oh,
0: right? wait a minute. I peep it. Yeah, mm. you're supposed to stand six feet apart. And the, the more fear that you have is fear is, as you may or may not know, is a lower vibration than love or peace. Mm. And so the lower you vibrate, the more you attract and the, the smaller your feel gets.
1: Yeah, and the more you attract to that energy. So let's talk about the vibrations briefly the for a minute. Yeah, that. so, okay, so humans can vibrate up to just over 700,000 hertz, right? 700,000 hertz is the optimum vibration, which is pure love. So people that are just meditating 24 hours a day or maybe 23 because you need to like go to the bathroom and stuff right <laughs> um like 23 hours a day and just exuding pure love all the time are constantly they're like gurus these people can like levitate and stuff like the reason we have planes is because people don't levitate anymore the reason we have transport is because people don't fly anymore you know people think that this stuff isn't really real like Were i've seen flying? people levitate i've Ooh. seen people levitate
0: let me meditate and levitate oh yeah
1: no it's a real thing right so it's like people don't realise how truly powerful humans actually are but we've been dumbed down and there's also some other stuff that we can talk about here like fear vibrations actually feed the dark entities on the planet like don't ever get it twisted right it's not just people like me that look at astrology and people that are doing tarot readings there are very 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 powerful people on the planet there's a saying that the difference between billionaires and multimillionaires is that they use astrology and a lot of the billionaires run the planet right and they're not necessarily running the planet in a very good way, because look at how everybody's suffering right now, right?
0: Yeah, I heard it's like a hundred people that run the planet.
1: There's nine families that run the planet. Yeah, that's
0: yeah. About, yeah. It's only about a hundred people, just
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. Just yeah, there's ahead. some and there's some interesting characters in that mixture. Um, so getting
0: get conspiracy, but let's keep going. Oh, I, I won't
1: <laughs> even say that's conspiracy. You can you can look that up. That's that's some real stuff in there. Um, but there's. Um, Right, so if we look at like the, the whole ideologies of like the higher mind and the lower mind, right? So it's about the higher, the higher frequencies versus the lower frequencies. So yes, love is the optimum frequency. The lowest frequency that a human can be on is hatred and anger. So a neutral human that is just feeling neutral, not feeling super good, not feeling super bad, just a bit nonchalant about life is vibrating at 250,000 hertz. So if I go and pick a handful of berries, and I know I told you this before, I go and pick a handful of berries or some fresh fruit off of a tree, um, that's going to be a higher frequency than an angry human. An angry human is vibrating at 50,000 hertz, which must be kind of hard. Like, I struggled to understand this in the beginning, because when I look at an angry human, they've got a lot of energy coming out of them. Yeah. They're really angry. Um, but yeah, they're vibrating at 50,000 hertz, which is less than some fresh fruit.
0: But you know what I heard is even lower than the anger and, because I, I, I love this book called Power Versus Force by Dr. David Hawkins. Mm-hmm. The lowest one I heard, which is there. about, yeah, is about 20. And that is, uh, shame. Yes. Yes, yeah, So shame, shame, is, shame the lowest. is the low, low. And because under shame is like suicide Yes. because you're so shame. You don't want and, to
1: live anymore.
0: And you, cause you're just like, I'm ashamed of everything. So how can people use, start connecting with their higher mind, especially in Gemini time? Because it sounds like Gemini is so insane. I, you, you told me that people will start breaking up friendships yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. friendships are ending so if you're if your friendships are ending or you're breaking up with people around this time it's really the power of the the planets right
1: yeah so okay so basically the planets they really speed things up so basically what what the the endings is more to do with the full moon right so so basically what it is, is right, you've got Gemini season, there's going to be a lot going on in Gemini season, but the full moon, because it's um, a solar eclipse, that heightens the power of the full moon. So around all full moons, you're going to notice there'll be more people that die around a full moon, more relationships will end, people will leave jobs, all sorts of bits and pieces will come to an end. There'll be closes of cycles, so to speak, around all full moons. But full moons that have things like solar eclipse, or if it's a super moon, and this one was both, then what you'll find is that that will really accelerate it. So um, I happen to know of a few people that unfortunately in the last week passed away. Um, I I don't even like to say unfortunate because ultimately what it is is that um, their personality in this lifetime has come to a close. They've served their purpose as they were supposed to and they're ready to go on to their next life. I like to see it as they've finally found peace in this identity, Mm -hmm. ready to be birthed into their new one. Love and that's that. beautiful, you know, it's, it's sad so for the rest of us. That's the saddest part about death is the rest of us miss them. We miss their energy, right? Um,
0: but yeah, this, but
1: for them, it's peaceful.
0: And, and that's what this awakening has shown me. I, I would say that I've strayed away, like, I've, I've healed all of my shame. I'm not, I, I used to have a lot of shame and a lot mm-hmm. of hiding. And as I work my way up, the, uh, work my vibration up, you know, I'm trying to get this vibration higher. I realize that I'm not scared of death anymore. Really I impressive. used to be so terrified of it, the finality. Mm. But now I realize that I was a soul before. We're all souls before we get into these bodies. There, there's no way because why would why would we all of a sudden become a soul now, and then just live an 80 year life, and then
1: you don't. then we're
0: infinite after. We're infinite forever. So infin- there is no ending. <laughs> infinite is infinite. So that means you just come in here, get in this body. And then you just go back to where you came from. So and then you come back into the,
1: another body. And
0: then you find another body. You so say, you know what? I want to be a, a, a Filipino woman. I might want to come back. I like their food. I like their, I think they're beautiful. Well, it's like
1: when I meet people that have got like really strong um, draws to certain countries or certain experiences, it's because you've been there before. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. for me, for example, like, um, actually, okay, so I met a guy the other day and he really, really strong drawn to Egypt and it's like 100% you were living in Egypt before like there's no question (laughs) like that's it yeah it's like um I also met a really interesting guy who was a Gemini that told me that he once um he had a vision of a previous life of like having an injury on this part of his head and in this lifetime he's actually got a scar on this part of his head
0: wow that's powerful oh yeah and and speaking of like places I just realized that Bali doesn't want me to leave. I just told Bali, you the story yeah, before yeah, we got Bali on this podcast. Want you to leave? Yeah, sure. before we got on the podcast, I was telling you guys about different things that were happening in my life. Bali is literally like, no, stay here. Like it's
1: it's being enabled it's, for you to stay here. You're meant to be here.
0: Yeah, it is. And you want to know what else? You know, a moment. of not, It's not shame, but <laughs> I forgot to pay my visa. I got to re- forgot to renew my visa. So there's a penalty for every day that you stay over your visa. So I had got a thousand dollar penalty. I just had to pay it yesterday. Oh, so I said, Oh, I'm not leaving for real. So it's just, everything is causing me to stay good. Yeah. Quote unquote, good quote unquote, bad things are causing me to stay. Well, we're going to, I don't want to make this episode too long because I want to have another conversation on IG live, but I know you wanted to talk about self love. And I think that is perfect way to close out this episode mm. is to talk about self love. So, you you want to get into that, or do you want to get? I don't want to direct you if you want to get into something else. Well,
1: we can, we can overlap it because what's going to happen in with everything that's going on? Because we're also having a Saturn retrograde, and we're also going to have a Mercury retrograde.
0: Okay. So what does that
1: mean? um, right. So basically, <laughs> right. So there's a few bits and pieces going on. So. We're going to have a lot of individual changes for ourselves where cycles are going to close out and we're going to have new beginnings because of the full moon which will spur on the collective changes that are happening. Like you said, the Great Awakening. More people are awakening at a faster rate. I'm finding more and more people that are awakening than not. Yeah. So we've got Jupiter in Pisces. Now, Jupiter is very, very, very at home in Pisces, which will affect you because you've got multiple Pisces placements. Mm -hmm. So um, Jupiter being in Pisces is all about things like the sacral chakra. Now, this is really good for self-healing. So your sacral chakra is going to be aligned with things like intimacy, sexual expression, your emotional intelligence. So this is going to be asking you to take a look into things like... um, How well do you identify with your own emotions? Do you push them away? Do you welcome them? So doing things that shadow work is, do you push away your anger? Do you push away your frustration? Do you express how you really feel? Or do you think that, oh, that will upset somebody else, so I'm not going to say that and not speak your truth? Because when you bury that truth, when you don't express how you really feel, that creates trauma in the body. And trauma becomes sickness. It becomes dis-ease. You know, there's a reason why people that get abused often have tumours or sickness or autoimmune conditions because they can't speak their truth. They can't Mm. speak their truth to their abuser because they live in so much fear, that lower vibration. Um, And then not only that, but society doesn't create a welcome environment for them to do that either. People don't want to hear about I mean even if you think about things like the me too movement all of those sorts of things like there's a lot of people saying yeah but oh but you knew what was going to happen this like, you get yeah. a lot of backlash they, they blame stuff.
0: the victim all the time.
1: Uh, yeah victim blaming is really sad whereas we need to create a space within society where it's safe to be in touch with your emotions and it's safe to express them. So, But it's also our personal responsibility. And no matter how much fear you feel from the backlash of other people, you should always be speaking your truth. So that's what Jupiter and Pisces is really going to get us to do because Pisces is such an emotional science. So we're looking at emotional intelligence. So do you express yourself? Are you in touch with how you really feel or do you just push it to the side and get on with your life? You should never be pushing that to the side. You need to sit with it. You need to express it. You need to journal it. You need to get it out. Um your sexual expression. Now, it, sexual expression isn't about going out and just having a load of sex with loads of different people. In fact, quite the opposite. <laughs> sexual expression is You sure about that? Oh yes, I okay. am. Sexual <laughs> expression is okay, so sexual energy is one of the most powerful energies that we have. Um Sexual expression Alright, so your sexual energy is, like I said, one of the most powerful energies. It's the most spiritual thing you can do with another human other than give birth. And let's be honest, only 50% of us can really do that and it's not something (laughs) you're doing on the daily because it takes a long time, right? Right. So, um, (laughs) you know, having sex with somebody means that you're exchanging a lot of energy with somebody. So your sexual expression isn't just about penetration. Your sexual expression is... Um, Like, what do you masturbate over? Like, I love to talk about um, masturbation, manifestation, using your sexual energy to manifest what you really want. And people say to me, so um you know what do you think about and it's like if you don't get excited about thinking about you living your best life and you being the happiest you can be then you're not aiming big enough that should be the thing that turns you on the most
0: creating that's and that's sexual is creation so you we have the power to create any life we want
1: absolutely so your sexual expression is about like what turns you on what makes you happy how do you express that Mm. and it's and that isn't about involving another human being Your sexual expression is for you. Yes. This is why it's not about going out and getting laid and having sex with loads of different people. It's the opposite. That muddies and murkies the waters. If you're not clear on exactly who you are, where you're going, what you want to be, what you want to create in your own life, and how in tune you are with your emotions. Listen, if you're not able to express your emotions properly, then you're not able to sexually express yourself properly. In which case, being with other people is just muddying you and murkying you. It's making your waters murky. So until you're at the place where you can really express your emotions properly, express your truth, speak your truth, and express yourself sexually to yourself... You probably shouldn't be involving anybody in that. It's not very nice for them and it's probably not very nice for you because that's just masturbation with another human's body which feels good on the surface but on a deeper level you're actually causing more trauma for both of you.
0: We need to have this is another episode. I want to have a celibacy sexual energy yeah, episode with you because I've been celibate for the last 3 months and it's been amazing because I've been calling in, like, the manifestations here have been insane. I've already That's I'm shared saying, with you When you, you couple, harness
1: that energy, people don't understand the, how powerful it is. The
0: more, the more celibate I am. However, when I think of celibacy, I know some people that for religious reasons or, um, you know, fear reasons or other things like that, they're not having sex. So it's not a conscious celibacy mm. situation. It could be kind of conscious, but some people are like, oh, well, I'm not supposed to have sex before I'm married. And then mm. they're never having sex. So that's a whole nother conversation, but I just want to touch on that really quick and talk I about agree. what I'm no, manifesting with this celibacy journey I'm on right now.
1: Yes, yeah, celibacy is incredibly powerful for harnessing your energy. And this is not me, by the way, saying you should never have sex. That's definitely not what I'm oh, saying. Oh,
0: I'm going to so, have, have some sex. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trust and believe, but go ahead.
1: Oh, I know. I know you will. Um... <laughs> So basically Saturn um, went retrograde on uh, May the 23rd and it will be in retrograde until October the 11th. Now Saturn is all about us getting into routines. So if you haven't been in a routine, you're going to want to create a routine or if you've got one, you're going to want to reevaluate it. And so that's also a form of self-love, right? All of these things that we're talking about are forms of self-love, being able to express your emotions, being able to be sexually clean and celibate for a period of time and also be able to express yourself sexually to yourself and be able to hold space for somebody else sexually. Like I always say, don't have sex with somebody that you wouldn't want to be. So if you've only just met someone, you don't know if you want to be them or not. So it's probably Mm -hmm. wise to not dabble in their energy because you don't know what's going on with them, especially Mm -hmm. not if you're embracing your psychicness. How do you know what's going on in there? Because let's be honest, everyone here is broken. We're all healing something. Yeah. So you've got to be mindful of, you know, what you want to take on. Um, so the routine, it's that how effective are you being, like you said earlier about the procrastination and getting stuff done, right? Yes. So it's like Saturn being in retrograde is going to really get people really analysing their routine and their productivity and how they're getting things done, which is going to be really good for a lot of us because this is actually quite a long retrograde. So from May the 23rd through to October the 11th, Now, Mercury retrograde always gets a bit of a a bad rep. So, we go into Mercury retrograde, I think, tomorrow. Yeah, it's the 28th today. So, we're already in the energies, and we have been for a week because I've had so many technical issues. It's ridiculous. (coughs) Um, So, Mercury... Okay, so Mercury is the planet that governs Gemini, which is why it's going to be an interesting retrograde for Mercury this time because, obviously, we're in the sign of Gemini. So... Basically, Mercury retrograde is the planet of... um, Mercury, actually, is the planet of communication, of travel, of um, technology. So extra save all your work, double save absolutely (coughs) everything. Double check all your travel dates, all your travel information, check all of that. There's going to be more gossip. There's going to be more people just talking nonsense. There'll be more arguments, more debates happening. Now is not the time for debates because... I don't want to give Gemini a bad rep at all. Gemini is a great sign. Like, it's airy, it's fun, it's social. You're yeah. going to ha- be having a lot of people going out and having a lot of fun right now. There's going to be a lot of celebrations. Gemini is a very popular season for birthdays as well, like Taurus is, because I think people definitely like to get busy in autumn, like September, October. <laughs> a lot of people getting conceptions. A lot of that going yeah, on. Yeah, well, yes. because it's Virgo season, and then you're looking at Scorpio and Libra season, and sometimes that people like to get pregnant um so yeah there's a lot of birthdays going to be happening a lot of celebrations um so yeah you're going to see though yeah the not so good bits are going to be like gossip manipulation and so you need to just keep your wits about you with things like that because like I said it's all about communication so you want to be extra clear on the way that you communicate because there's going to be a lot more chance that people can misunderstand what you say um and that goes hand in hand with the Mercury retrograde. You want to be checking all your details for stuff. You find in Mercury retrogrades, which is why it gets a bit of a bad rep. But actually, really what it is, is, so when a planet goes into retrograde, right? So let's say it's spinning this way. Right? Mm-hmm. and it's going fast when What's it goes that into way? retrograde so that, so it, no, let's say it's clockwise, clockwise yeah okay. clockwise. if it's going <laughs> clockwise if it's going clockwise what happens is it slows down so much that it almost looks it's still looks like it's still but it's actually just really really slowed down so when the when that planet whatever it represents when it's spinning at its normal pace everything in in that category that it represents so travel communication etc that is going to be operating normally when it really slows down it's asking you to slow down but because Mm. we're living in the 3d plane and things like capitalism don't allow for people to slow down you're still moving at that fast pace you're more likely to make a mistake because the planet has slowed down so that means the communication slowed down the technology slowed down the travel slowed down Mm. but you haven't the only thing in a rush is the ego we lack patience and we Mm. look we look for instant gratification So what it is, is the Mercury retrograde is telling you to slow down. So it's like, if your technology isn't working, then that day you're not supposed to be doing any work. Take a break, go to the beach and go meditate. That's what you're being told to do. It's literally that simple. So it's not about, if, if you're then getting angry, like, oh, my God, my work's disappeared. I mean, listen, I empathize. I hear you. It happens to me, too. But the other day, my internet just wasn't connecting. I was like, okay, cool. I'm not supposed to work today. So we're going to go to the beach. We're going to eat some food.
0: I, I, I'm i the king of that. So I'm trying to do the opposite because I'm the king of, like... <laughs> well,
1: now is not the time for you to that. Like, you wait till after Mercury retrograde.
0: <laughs> if my computer stops, I am done for the day. Well, wow, yes That is, that is amazing. And I, I'm glad we had this... This episode, and we're going to do a follow-up on IG Live uh, next week to kind of help people. So we're going to launch this episode and then come back because I think people, even myself, I was gearing up for a hot boy summer. I said, I'm going to go back to the States and be a hot boy or have a hot girl summer. And Bali said, Nah, fam, you're going to stay right here and And make some progress and keep it going and don't follow the ego back to the States, but more importantly, follow my heart. This is
1: high vibe over here. And
0: my soul. So I'm going to stay here, and we're going to have more talks. So, yes, where can the people find you? Because I love, love when you talk to the people.
1: Um, Queen of Earth Tarot is <laughs> my page where we talk all sorts of high-vibe stuff, tarot, planets. And quite often I do a question and answer on there at least once a month where people can ask me any sorts of questions surrounding spirituality soulmates planets um all sorts of bits and pieces it's a bit like a satsang really it's like an online satsang
0: i love it i love it well thank you so much for being here and to all my gemini's that are leaving i mean listening rather i know you're a mutable sign but please try not to be a serial killer during this season let's (laughs) let's not do it i too (laughs) am a mutable sign i just found out so we're not going to kill anybody this, this summer. We're going to have fun. We're have
1: peace and love.
0: <laughs> peace and love. Well, thank you guys so much for listening. And uh, catch me and Yaz doing the IG Live coming very soon. I'll make an announcement. And thank you so much. Catch you on the next episode.